Well, welcome everybody to a very special podcast edition where we bring together Numa Church's podcasting account and Numa Worship in one because it's a big day. We have some big announcements to make today and I am here with the one, the only, Pastor Joel Field, who is our global worship pastor. Welcome to the podcast takeover. Wow, I'm so excited to be here. What a privilege, what an honour. It really is. And today is a very exciting day for us, Joel, because we get to announce something to the entire church and anybody else who happens to stumble across this podcast. So get out your phone, get ready to put it on the gram, get ready to put it on Facebook, get ready to put it on whatever other social media platform I haven't thought of right now, including the Twits, the Twitter. (laughs) The TikToks. October 30. You're really showing your age there, TikTok. Oh, I'm trying to be relevant. Woo! October 30, 2020, it's going to be the highlight of your year as we release what, Joel? Numa Worship's first ever album. Woo! Come on. Oh, the crowd goes wild. And I know that you're cheering right now. Keep one hand on the steering wheel. Be safe in Jesus' name. Oh, that's right. No, none of us are allowed out of our homes to drive anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But it is very, very exciting. And Joel, we wanted to spend a little bit of time unpacking for the church today, the heart, the intention, the download from heaven behind this album, because it is a little bit different Mm -hmm. and might be in a bit of a different wheelhouse or laneway than what people are expecting from New worship. We'll get into that in a moment. But first of all, let's talk all the good stuff like where people can access it, what it's called, what date they can get it from. I'll leave all of that up to you. So 30th of October, it will be out and it'll be out on all of your favorite streaming services. So mm-hmm. it's a digital release. Yeah. Um, so all your iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, it yep. will be available. If you want the high quality, go to Tidal, get that 24-bit uh, and all that sort of stuff. Is but, yeah, MySpace still a thing? Uh, potentially. I don't know if Tom from MySpace <laughs> is still around, but uh, he might be listening to it. But yeah. Um, it's going to be so good, isn't it? So wherever people amazing. get their normal digital music downloads from, they can get Numa Worship's first album, which is called... Stillness. It is. And the reason it's called Stillness is from Psalm 4610, where it says, Be still and know that I am God. And the title should really give people a bit of a taste of what kind of album this is, which may surprise a few people. So it's not a traditional worship, praise and worship album. It's actually what? An instrumental album. Yeah. Absolutely. And the heart behind that is something we wanted to talk about and unpack today. Um, Earlier this year, as we started to put in place some of the structures and started to pray and to dream about the rebirth of Numa Worship or the birth of Numa Worship and working with our songwriters. And I'd been spending some time, Joel, in Ephesians 4 in understanding the role of the fivefold for the church, which is to equip the saints that everybody would grow into mature man or womanhood or spiritual hood, sonship, daughtership in Christ. And um, thinking about how worship is an amazing way to take theology and make it doxology. And that's a beautiful thing. But I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying that the first thing to release under the name of Numa worship, which Numa obviously means the Holy Spirit, is something that equips the saints to have their own encounter with right. their own words, their own heart expression towards God, and to have their own time of personal prayer, devotion, and almost to create a soundtrack for people's own encounters. And I love that God did that because when I think about who God, it's God who arranges the members of the body. 
And he has even brought you here, Joel, for such a time as this because there is something so anointed on your life and you're a big part of putting this album together. So why don't you tell everybody what you thought when I first came and said to you, hey, what about we do this? Yeah, it was um, it was a surprise, like you say, because it's unusual, I think, um, for you know a worship uh, movement or team to their first release to be purely instrumental. Mm-hmm. So it is out of the box, but I think one of the... I, even early days of us talking about what Numa worship would be or potentially could be, we always said that one of the uh, sort of defining factors of Numa worship wouldn't just be the songs themselves, but almost the space between the songs. Yep. And I think this is a wonderful sort of um, realization of that. And even the the moments that we've had in God's presence corporately, yep. you know, over the last 12, 18 months have been those moments where, you know, the song itself has finished or we've yep. gone, you know, to a different place. And it's those spaces in between yep. uh, where God's spirit really moves and where we've really found who God wants us to be mm-hmm. in those moments. And so this is really that that heart and that, that spirit captured now on an album. And so it's really special that some of these uh, tracks have actually been you know, taken from those spontaneous yeah. moments, yep. and uh, and we've just put them down now onto an album, and so, um, so yeah, it's really a fulfillment. All of that. So when yeah, you first said it to me, it was, it was uh, out of the <laughs> box, but it was also really, really exciting. Yeah, there's something resonating in our spirits from the start, didn't it? Mm. And to be honest, when we're talking with you know our music lawyer and our um, marketing advisors and all the rest of it. They're like, really? Why? Why would you do that? Like we need young faces and we need songs for a generation and and all of that stuff is true. But I feel that this is going to be a very defining moment for our house, not Mm. just for our worship team, in that we're not making much of anybody's face. We're not making much of anybody's voice. We're actually creating a way where people can encounter God's voice for themselves. And that's one of the things I'm most passionate about, building a culture, not where people need the pastor to hear from God for them. Um, That might be part of their walk with God and that's all very important, but where every single individual believer can hear God's voice for themselves. Mm -hmm. And John 10, 27 talks about that, that all of his sheep hear his voice. And so this becomes a deliberately uncomplicated and uncluttered album so that it's not distracting. So even in that, Joel, that was challenging for us, wasn't it, as musicians? Absolutely. Because you can hear 50 different options even in what we've created, and yet we made intentional choices. No, we're taking that layer off. We're taking that sound out because we want to give people the space Mm. to hear from God and not suggest too much to them. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was about, yeah, like you said, creating a soundtrack for people's own devotional life, yeah. you know, so that, that in the busyness of life, there's an opportunity, an invitation to just sit and be still and mm-hmm. know that, that he is God. So, yeah, we're really believing that God will minister through these through this uh, musical album. Yeah, definitely. And in Psalm 4610, where it does say, be still and know that I am God, that word still there, the original word, word means to sink down or to relax. So this album is an opportunity for people to, in their time with God, whether they've got their Bible open in front of them, whether they're praying, whether they're having an encounter with the Holy Spirit or allowing themselves to dream with or imagine with God, that they would sink down 
relaxed, not earning anything in that moment, already loved, already accepted, already knowing they're a child of God and just having the ability to talk to God, to hear from him. And I'm believing receive revelation of a fresh aspect of his character. One of the things we've really tried to do is for each track, there's 10 tracks on the album, to reflect an aspect of God's character. Do you want to talk us through some of the titles? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got tracks in there um, like No Space Between Us, Mm. uh, Stillness, obviously, uh, Childlike. We've got Numa in there uh, as well. We've got He Wins. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, like you say, so many different aspects of of what God, uh, who he is and what he does for us as well. Yeah, there's even a track on there called Metamorphosis Mm. and you can hear what is actually happening in the track. It starts one place, which um, one of our brilliant musicians actually put that track together, Mm. Mikey Jeweler, and you can hear his encounter with the Lord. You can hear that he starts writing in one place, and then you can hear where the Holy Spirit or the light of Christ comes into the picture. The entire music changes, and it's like this rebirthing process. Mm. And the way the tracks were actually named, even in itself, Mm. was through encounters because you guys were writing these tracks and then sending them to me. Mm. I was selecting out of a group of tracks Mm. and then I was literally having an encounter with the Holy Spirit Mm. and allowing him to show me pictures as I listened to what you guys had created with the Lord. And then I'd say to you guys, hey, when I listen to this, I can see a child spinning. How do you feel about the title Childlike? Or when I'm listening to Mikey's, hey, Mikey, I can hear a rebirth. What do you think about metamorphosis? And actually at that point he wept because the encounter he had writing it was all about that. So for me to have that same encounter from listening to it means that God's spirit, I believe, is going to give people a moment of rebirth even Mm. when they listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Any particular tracks that you want to talk about to people that were significant moments for you? Maybe even He Wins? Yeah, He Wins was, um, well, the last track that, that I wrote for the album and as like for music for me has always been my way of processing with God and and so it's always been whether I'm you know struggling whether I'm uh, processing you know life's burdens or whether I'm joyful whatever it might be it's usually music that I go to and so uh, a few weeks ago I was sort of uh, you know just spending a lot of time observing what was going on in society, um, both here in Australia and also across the pond, as it were, in America, <laughs> um, and uh, and just seeing the, the upheaval of of where society is at right now, and the strain and the stresses and the worry and the fear and you know the upheaval of it all, and um, and so as I tend to do, I sat down at the piano with no intention of writing anything for the album. And this melody started to come out, and um, and so yeah, I was just sitting there for for half an hour or so, just playing the piano, and uh, and afterwards I sort of was listening back to what I'd put down, and really felt like it was God in that moment, you know, just that reassurance that He ultimately wins, mm-hmm. you know, He is still on the throne, yeah. no matter what uh, is happening in our world. He rules and he reigns and, and ultimately he will reign in victory, um, as well. And so that brought me in that moment, uh, a lot of peace, um, you know, because it's easy to get so caught up 
in social media and the the fear and the anxiety and the you know animus that's not even a word that <laughs> uh, you know the 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 just yeah that upheaval of what's going on yeah. in our world right now and so i'm praying that as people listen to that track as well that there is that peace that washes over people and that assurance that god is still on the throne definitely and i remember the day that you had worshipped at your piano to that Mm. and we were really done with the tracks in terms of here's what we're choosing from and then you're like hey can you have a listen to this because (laughs) i think maybe this could be a thing yeah and then the moment i put it on without even you saying what it was i could sense victory on the track which was your encounter in Mm. it so again when we're like he wins Mm. it was totally what's on it so i'm believing that we all have the same holy spirit So what he's done in the process of creating will become part of people's encounter. And so I want to just for a moment put some practical tools in people's hands for potentially how they could even approach these tracks. So we are in a season in society and in the world right now where there is a lot, as you've alluded to, even making up words for. um, (laughs) There is a lot of turmoil. There is a lot of uncertainty. There is a lot of change in the world right now. We don't even know what the world's going to look like in six months. Mm. But these are the times where we dig in and go, we have an unchanged in God. So one of the things that these songs carry is an atmosphere of peace for your home. Mm. So if there are moments where what does 2021 look like? What do I do in life right now? I've just got news that I don't have a job anymore. Mm. I've got financial burden and strain. My prayer, and I know yours as well, these have been moments that have ministered to us that everything's going to be okay. That when you put them on in your home, that the Prince of Peace will fill your lounge room, fill your car, fill your children's bedrooms. I've used some of them to put my children to sleep because I know what they carry on them. So these can become soundtracks in people's homes. Also, uh, Joel, we recently did some guided prayers. Mm. And in fact, some of these tracks came out of that. I might have been a little bit sneaky and tricky that said, hey, how about you just write 21 prayer tracks? And then at the end of it was like, surprise, let's make that an album. (laughs) (laughs) But even that, people could maybe do some contemplative reading of their Bible and prayer. And that's something we can see laid out for us in Psalm 1, where it talks about a life that flourishes as it meditates on God's word. So you could do something simple like close your eyes, take some deep breaths, put a track on, imagine yourself in Psalm 23. Mm. Imagine yourself in Genesis in Mm. the cool of the afternoon, walking with God, Mm. sharing your thoughts with him, hearing from him before sin entered the world when you were naked and yet unashamed. Mm. Or you could imagine yourself like the children welcomed on Jesus' lap. Or you can imagine yourself laying in a lush green meadow beside a quiet stream and encountering Jesus. Um, These are some of the things that you can do with the track, but you can also use them as prayer tracks. If you're a person who lists out the things you're praying for, which is sometimes important to keep us on track in prayer, use these as the background to your prayer. Pick up the spirit of what's happening in them. Ask God, what do you want me to pray for about this situation today? And believe that he will speak to you through this Holy Spirit anointed music and then pray back to him what he shares with you. That's just a few of the ways that people could use the soundtracks. How are you using them? I think that one of the, um, you know, one of the aspects of this season of COVID or one of the blessings in disguise, I guess, has been how the pace of life has been forced to slow down. And I think even as we perhaps are seeing 
you know, the light at the end of the tunnel of lockdown and everything like that, the temptation will be to go back to life as normal, Mm -hmm. to pick up that pace again and allow life to dictate the pace for us. And we will lose some of the perhaps the habits and the the good um, habits that we've picked up in this season of slowing down, of spending time. Mm -hmm. And I think this album is, again, an invitation to stop and to pause. Mm -hmm. And even whether it's the start of your day before you head into the business of whatever that day looks like to stop and to spend time in his presence mm-hmm. uh, or whether it's the end of your day like you say in the eat in the cool of the evening or yeah. before you uh, you know lay your head down on the pillow to invite God's presence into that into that moment and into that transition into sleep mm-hmm. um, to allow God's spirit to rest upon you in those moments as well. I so. think that's beautiful. I think there's a warfare element on mm. the album as well because we've had to fight flesh yep. in this album because for the first thing to come out from Numa Worship, it would be very tempting to show all the bells and whistles of everything we've got, mm. every instrument we can play, every layer, synth layer we can put on it, and our best singers and our best songs that we've written. And God is doing some amazing things in and through the house. But I actually believed that he's transformed my life in this process of actually having to lay down my own agenda and caring what other people think and going, no, I actually really do want in my heart of hearts people to encounter God more than I want them to encounter my view of God. I'm actually more passionate about them getting their own revelation of God than having to hear mine. And so I know that I've actually taken some territory in the spiritual realm, in my own life, in being part of putting this together, and you have as well, and so has Mikey, Mm. um, and so has even the producer who's worked on this with Mm. us. So I'm believing that that will be what happens, uh, opportunities for people to crucify the flesh in their life. Absolutely. Can we share for a moment, because this is a God story even, how we ended up working with um, the producer that we worked with? Yeah, so Hayden, who's one of the amazing... Uh, guys in our team uh, is a producer. That's that's what he does for a living, mainly uh, with pop songs and yeah, singers. Yep. absolutely. And um, and so it was yeah. In the back of our mind, we were creating these tracks and we were sort of contemplating who we mm-hmm. were going to engage in producing them and mixing them. And um, and it was a, a team advance, and um, you know Hayden was there on the Zoom call, as we've been doing team advance recently, <laughs> and uh, and we went into uh, you know a Zoom breakout session on songwriting, and uh, his face was there, and and God gave you a word for Hayden in that moment, um, something that was so specific, and it was so interesting afterwards chatting to Hayden. He wasn't even sure he was going to make it there that night, um, you know. He He'd had a tough day and was uh, dealing with some health issues and things like that. And but pushed through, got there. God gave him a word in season, um, and uh, and then I called him, you know, the next day or the day after, just to have a chat. And it felt right to us in that moment. We we're like, hang on, maybe we should have a chat to Hayden about whether he'd like to jump on this project. And he'd worked with us on previous tracks, and I just knew that that was a God timing thing where Hayden was at in his work and in lockdown and everything like that and having the time and space um, to yeah. able to produce this. But um, yeah, his, you know, the talent and the gifts that God has put yeah. on his life to create these soundscapes. Um, and he just came in and partnered with us and just, uh, you know, took the tracks to a whole nother level. Um, but really, um, you know, spoke, you know, I think God has worked through him as well in adding his touch. Uh, 
out of that prophetic word mm. uh, into these tracks as well. So that was a real, real God thing in that it moment. It was, wasn't it? Because we were actually talking with another producer mm. and it would have, I guess, um, again, made sense for us yep. to work with this producer because of some of the big things they're producing in worship movement at the moment. It was actually amazing that we even had the opportunity for him to work on it with us, that yep. he would say yes. yes. And he had said yes. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I didn't even know about Hayden's health issues, mm. but it was literally like a spotlight was on his little screen on Zoom and I had no intention. I didn't even know Hayden could produce like this. I knew Mm. he'd done other tracks for us, but it did not even occur to me. But the Holy Spirit was in it about this knitting of his heart. And so I I can hear that in what he's worked on. There's the heart of our house. Mm. And I even love that God did that for us because when I think about it, there's nothing better than people who call Numa Church home, Mm. who love this house and who've encountered Jesus here Mm. in our team, in this very auditorium, on this soil of revival. The fact that that's who's worked on this, that God wove all of that together, it gives me a boldness and a confidence that wherever this lands, whatever car, lounge room, set of ears, life and heart this lands in, that God's going to do work in people's lives and they're going to encounter him. And it's very exciting. And Joel, you have done the most amazing job. I know I say this all the time, but you are such a gift to us. And there was... um, you know, many of you would know Joel's face, but not many of you would know his life story. But Joel spent hours in mm-hmm. Wales. That's right. Literally like the middle of Wales, in right? In the fields with the sheep. <laughs> Joel Field. No, no it's okay. <laughs> but your therapy and your part of your growing up was learning these songs in the secret place, mm. not knowing how God would use them. And then God brought you to Numa. Mm. And then there's been this knitting of our hearts mm. Um, of our family's hearts yep. and of you into our church so that even in these worship moments where I just know that what you play will bring healing mm. and will bring God's presence in people's homes. Mm. To So to then see God put mm-hmm. that on an album and how he's woven that together in your life as well, the testimony that's on your life, I'm believing will hear testimonies back of other musicians and hear this and go, I think I could do that and maybe they'll have a go and Mm. maybe they'll encounter the Lord on their instrument the way that you did when nobody was looking. Mm. Yeah, for me, it's an amazing fulfillment of God's uh, work in my life. And, and, um, you know, yeah, like you say, all those hours spent in a a Welsh chapel (laughs) (laughs) just playing... um, playing you know processing with god like i said and then even the hymns that i grew up playing you know i know um and then i'm so- gone every time <laughs> you'd be like hey i'm thinking this hymn i'll send it to you and i'm like oh my gosh i'm <laughs> gone again why do you hate me <laughs> so point points if you recognize the hymns that that might be interwoven into some of the tracks as well um and i don't know what prize you'd win for recognizing them but we'll figure something out <laughs> but uh yeah even that the heritage that i got from playing those hymns all those years and and yeah, never believing that you'd end up, you know, in Australia and in in a house like this, uh, where you you know God gets to yeah work through what He's done in your life and minister to other people. It's it's the wildest thing, but it's awesome. It is so cool, um, Joel. I'd love it if you could pray for people who maybe are going to listen to the album, and then I'd love to pray as well. Um, so if you're listening today, uh, we would love you to download the Stillness album, all ten tracks. They will bless you, and we just know that you will encounter 
of God. And we're not asking you to download them because it's going to make anything of us. It's because we genuinely want you to encounter Jesus because he's changed my life. I know he's changed Joel's. And even what he's woven together in my life could only be orchestrated by somebody so big and so powerful and yet so personal. And we believe the same thing for you. Um, So we would love to pray for you. So jump on to iTunes, to Spotify. You know what? You could even put a track on right now (laughs) on a different device while we pray for you. Yeah, that was was actually complicated. I don't even know if that's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Father God, we just thank you. Um, You're so awesome. You're mighty. You're all powerful. And Lord, uh, I thank you for what you're doing in our hearts, in our lives, both individually and corporately as a church. Lord, right now we commit this album into your hands. You have planned and purposed this. This is not our doing. Uh, This has been in your mind and in your heart since before creation. And so, Lord, in this moment, we just thank you and we offer it to you, asking that it will bless your heart and uh, glorify you and that it will minister to your people's hearts as well. Lord, I pray that it would minister peace and comfort. Oh God, if people are going through storms, through trials, Lord, that your, uh, your Holy Spirit would minister peace through that music. Lord, for those that need victory and breakthrough, Lord, I pray that you would give them that courage as they listen to these tracks. Lord, wherever people listen to them, if it's on their commute, on the train, on the trams, or in their car, Lord, during, during the school run, oh God, or, or whether it's in their beds at night, or whatever it is, Lord, as they greet the morning, oh God, whatever it might be, Lord, I pray that you would meet them in those moments and that you would give them Holy Spirit encounters, Lord, that you would um, minister your presence, oh God, and change lives as they listen to this music in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, we're just um, mindful right now of the fact that even instruments were created because people couldn't praise you enough just with their words and with their voices. So we think of King David creating instruments that were purposed to bring you glory. And Lord, this has been the intention of our heart, that we would use these instruments and use our hearts and use our hands and our lives and what you've done in and through us to bring you glory. And so, Father, we exalt your name right now. We praise you. We lift your name high. We exalt you above every other name. Father, in the same way that as we have worshipped you, you have been kind enough to show us aspects of your character that have changed us. I pray that as people listen to these tracks, that they wouldn't hear how clever any musician is or they wouldn't hear any production, but I pray that they would see your face the way that Moses did and they would see you face to face, that they would know your love for them, that they would know your peace in their lives, that they would know you have a plan and a purpose for them. I pray that people would dream dreams that come from you as they listen to this, that they would have visions of what heaven is like, that they would hear even maybe the voice of the Holy Spirit for the very first time, giving them wisdom and direction. God, wherever you want these tracks to go, we release that to you. And we just thank you, God, that we get to be part of a house alongside brothers and sisters who are gifted and who have the ability to make these things happen. Father, we thank you for family. We thank you for the body you've placed us in. We thank you for senior leaders who've supported us, believed in us as we do this. And Father, we just want your name to be lifted high. And we choose, God, to live from that place of being still before you, never rushing past everything that you do, but taking the time to be still to sit back, relax in everything you've done for us. 
so we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen.